Yo, yo, yo. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another exciting episode of the Open Mic Radio Podcast. We got another exciting episode for you this evening, this morning, this afternoon, at midnight, while you're on the toilet, or whatever you're doing at this particular time, listen to my show. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not with you personally. I just get to be in your phone or your iPad or in, on your iPod, if you still have an iPod. I have my iPod. I don't know if it has um, Wi-Fi connection. As always, <laughs> as always, we're doing... Um, co-opening show and i've been at i did i added a twist to it i found some of my favorite videos that i find on the um on the um inter, on the interwebs and then i play it in the beginning um this particular um video um was from the president's um from 45's rally out in i believe it was arizona i believe um uh, one of the student councils one of the students did a history lesson on ancient mama, ancient mama uh, syrup. Uh, it was foolish. Uh, it was very lacking in facts, which a lot of things dealing with forty five is lacking in facts. So, um, without any further ado, let's not procrastinate. Let's participate. Aunt Jemima was canceled. And and if you didn't know Nancy Green, the original first Aunt Jemima, she was a picture of the American Aunt Jemima was canceled. And, and if you didn't know, Nancy Green, the original first Aunt Jemima, she was a picture of the American dream. She was a, a black woman chained to a table holding a stack of pancakes, according to Google. But if that's the American dream, I don't want it. Continue. She was a freed slave who went on to be the face of the pancake syrup. That we This is by far the worst book report ever, and she should get an F. We love and, and have in our pantries today. Um, Aunt Jemima. One more time for the people in the back. Aunt Jemima was canceled. And, and if you didn't know, Nancy Green, the original... Was that a ooh or a boo? Aunt Jemima was canceled. Ooh. That wasn't my sound effects, people. That was the actual audience. First, Aunt Jemima, she was a picture of the American dream. She, she was a slave holding a stack of pancakes chained to a kitchen table. Never mind. She was a freed slave who went on to be the face of the pancake syrup that we love and, and When I grow up, I want to be the face of the pancake syrup that's in your kitchen right next to the raisins that you put in your potato salad. Have in our pantries today. Just say my name. My name is Deja Brown. And you're, to and you're listening to the Open Mic, the open mic podcast. podcast. Pop, 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 podcast. Got me an air fryer. I got an air fryer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got an air fryer. I got an air fryer. And I got some ancient mama syrup. She's the American dream. And you all are welcome to another exciting episode of the Open Mic Radio Podcast. 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 Yeah. Ain't your mama was the American dream, people. How dare you cancel the great Ain't your mama, the great Nancy Green. To those good white folks out there, she was the American dream. 
She was the face of pancake syrup for many, many years. For many, many years. That, I don't know what her name is, but she read that. She researched that. She took time out of her, out of her days of studying. She's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to stop studying. Hold on. Hold on, uh, Infrared Crypto. She said, I'm going to stop studying. And I'm going to do a book report for the good president of the United States, Donald J. Trump, about ancient mama being canceled. And she was the American dream. Let's go. She is the American dream. The American dream. The American dream. The American dream. Nancy Green. I didn't know her name was Nancy Green, though. I did. You can learn a lot. You can learn a lot. I didn't know her name was Nancy Green. I just thought, I mean, color, color me ignorant. Color me ignorant. Did I do this yet? Thank you all for listening to the Oh My Radio podcast. I'm your boy, Mike B. And for the next hour or so, I'll be entertaining you. Got our guest this evening from Hannah's Basement's own Fernando Magigal for the kitchen. That's his punchline, not mine. Me and my daughter just recorded our first YouTube episode. It's called The Browns Had a Little Lamb. I have an air fryer. It's gonna, I'm gonna, we put that air fryer to work. The lamb came out delicious. The calamity and foolishness ensued between me and my daughter. I like me and my daughters. Me and my daughters, I did not call you. What do you want? What do you want? Hold on, what do you want? Hold on, infrared crypto. What do you want? Come here. Come here. Well, come here now, now that you're here. Over there. Get that mic. That's your mic. Go over there. Go over there. Yeah, grab the, just pick it up. Did our, we did our first, what you call it, Deja? YouTube channel. It's not, yeah, we did our first YouTube, YouTube show. Yeah. Was it fun? Was everything that you dreamed of? Yes. Yeah. You, you just came down here to be nosy. No. I didn't call you. What you come down here for? I just said my name. I didn't call your name. Well, I did call your name. I, I didn't call your name. I said your name. Oh. You battered? What? Huh? Huh? What are you talking about? What? All right, go away. Okay, bye. All right. Crypto, let's go. Did our first show. The lamb is delicious. I put some of them chops in there, some pork chops that were already seasoned. Shout out to Food Line. The air fryer is a must-have. It cuts your prep time down. It cuts it down. I'm on a health kick, y'all. I might go front. I lost 15, 20 pounds. Give or take, depending upon with or without clothes. If I ate that day or not, I don't know. My beard is growing in. I, I Hold on, crypto. I equate, I equate weight loss with beard growth. When you, when you have fat cells covering up your hair glands, it causes your hair not to come out of your face for beard. Now, there are some people who are immune. There are some big men who are immune from this theory that I've created, which is fat cells block hair growth on the face. Ever since I started losing weight, my face has gotten slimmer, yet my growth of my beard has um, increased exponentially. I don't know if I used that word right. Let's go, crypto. Infrared crypto on the beat, y'all. I can't wait for y'all to... This is going to be a great show. I can feel it. I feel the energy. I feel your energy. So let's sit back. Relax. I like what I used the whole theme song. 
I like when I use the whole theme song. We'll be right back, y'all. Open Mic Radio Podcast in a few minutes. Talk to him, Greg. What's happening, everybody? It's your boy, Greg Stevens, a.k.a. Black Mayonnaise. You're listening to the Open Mic Podcast via... Welcome everybody. Welcome to another exciting episode of On My Radio Podcast. I got my, I got my, um, I, I got, I have, I have my soundboard with me today. <laughs> that soundboard stays ready. That soundboard stay wet. Hell yeah. That's right. I got that joint on the, on the ready. Just never know when you got to soundboard some stuff. Never know when you got to do some soundboarding, you know? And um, today I got my man Fernando Magigal getting on in a few minutes. We're going to, um... Bring them on right now. Um, excuse me. As um, every now and then, I like to like do the stop the recording and then and then and then restart the recording again to hide the fact that I haven't called them yet. But you know what? Today I'm I'm going to do a little something different. I'm going to call. I bet you he's not ready. Bet you he's not ready. Got my man Fernando coming on. Hey, what's up, Mike? What's up, man? Hey, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I want y'all to start clapping right now for my man. This man has just, he's the host of Hannah's Basement, the creator of Hannah's Basement. Um, I know it's funny, right, because um, Hannah's Basement is not his name, but um, he has another <laughs> show. Um, I forgot the name of it, but that's before the, the this, this is pre-pandemic. Um, and he also now has a Zoom show th- to, the, uh, to the Draft House. So I want y'all to start clapping right now for the big homie, Mr. Fernando Magigal, everybody. What's up, Fernando? I, I, I did not I did not know this was gonna be on the phone. <laughs> oh yeah, what you thought? I don't do Zoom, man. I don't I don't trust the Zoom. Uh, this is why I don't do the Zoom. I'm tell you why, I'm gonna tell you why I don't do Zoom. As 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 the as they stop applauding. Thank you, stop applauding. Um, I, first of all, I have my soundboard, so there are some sound effects that you will hear when you listen, when you hear the playback. That guarantees me a download because you'll be listening. Um, two, I don't, I don't like doing the Zoom because I don't, I don't like how the internet might fade or fade out depending upon people's Wi-Fi signal. I'm not saying that you may or may not have good Wi-Fi. That is not my <laughs> intentions, but I can't, I can't trust that your Wi-Fi is strong, or if my Wi-Fi is strong. What if I have like six or seven devices already hooked up and then somebody walks in with the Wi-Fi code, walks in, automatically logs in, boom, now they're on my Wi-Fi, brings my signal down, and then you fading in and out in the middle of the interview. Doesn't sound too good. But you can always guarantee on the phone that the signal's going to be straight. That's why a lot of people that I call already have their phone numbers. Ah, okay. Uh, I I do like how we've gone from like, because I remember, you remember like 20 years ago, Mm-hmm. It would be like, yo, you got to get to a landline. You can't be like doing no interview over the phone, over a cell phone. Yeah. And now the cell phone is a reliable option. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just supposed to show. We're getting old, Mike. Uh, yeah, thanks for that intro. <laughs> uh, You're welcome, man. Hey, yeah. first, first of all, before we go any further, man, congratulations. I, this is the part of the uh, of the interview or the t- of we talk. I like to give people their flowers uh, while they're yeah, upright. Yeah. I call it. I like to call it the giving people their flowers while they're upright and not when they're sideways. Uh, I remember when Fernando first started, he wasn't that good. He was trash, actually. Not a not a very good comedian. I'm just kidding. Um, but since then, I mean, I was I was first starting out. Yeah, <laughs> start somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Not everybody. Some people shouldn't just shouldn't shouldn't start at all. And um, <laughs> and, and so uh, and I remember uh, and Fernando would tell you this. He I remember Fernando was asking me for a bit of advice, and I told him to get to to quit 
because because uh, <laughs> he's he's a minority, and and when it comes to minority uh, minorities, we don't get that many opportunities. So the more minorities that show up, the uh, less opportunities certain people get. And I wanted him to quit immediately. And um, instead of him quitting, he ignored that advi- advice and he kept pursuing the art of comedy. And now here he is, um, running two or three rooms, hosting shows. Uh, I, he's a he's a man. You see his name. He's a he's a hot ticket. He's on a hot ticket now. So uh, I, 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 I'm 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 impressed, and um, I love what I'm seeing for you, brother. Thank you, thank you for um, coming on and taking a little time out for me, man. I mean, you know, you gotta you gotta give the little people a little time. <laughs> I mean, you gotta you got to give back to those who uh, who help you out when you first started. You know what I mean? Like Mike, Mike's cool. Mike's an all right guy. So I thought, you know what? He got a little podcast. <laughs> I mean, let, me, let me help him boost his numbers a little bit. Hey, man. That's, 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 that's the charity I'm doing these days. Hey, man. I, hey, look, let me tell you something. I, 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 as they say in the church, I receive that charity, okay? I, re, I receive that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, receive, I receive that word that you just said, man. <laughs> cool. <laughs> now, what I remember about that conversation is, like, it was, like, one of the first conversations I ever had with you. And I think it was, like, right after... Because uh, Mike was like doing doing big things, and then he got an injury, like he got a basketball injury uh, at like age thirty seven. <laughs> you should have known right then why I was even playing basketball. But I remember he came back and it was like a, one of his first Mike's back, and I was like, "Yeah, Mike, what's going on? You know, what do you think? You should quit." I'm like, "Quit? Like we we <laughs> we're not in the same boat. We're not going for the same thing." <laughs> I was still trying to get on at the pitch before midnight. <laughs> Hey, man. You were out here, host. You had like a DVD out already. Get out of here. <laughs> hey man, people say people bring up people can bring up. I have a DVD, and um, and that's cool and all, but I, it wasn't like it was paid for by Showtime. <laughs> I mean, hey, hey, you know what, brother? It was it's it's a physical object. You put your hard work into it. You 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 follow through on it. You you uh, I think that's the thing about like albums, DVDs, because it's like several stages of it it's like getting the material ready so that takes a lot of work mm. and then you gotta put on the show that the album is going to become eventually and that's a lot of work and then once you do that you actually got to put out the album or dvd over so it's like that that's a that's a lot that's a that's a trajectory so uh, don't, don't sneeze baby you know show time will come calling <laughs> one day hey man I, pre- I appreciate that but this ain't about me man it's about you uh what you been what you been up to man how you been it's, it's been what Three or four, everything's running together now. So, um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's about what three months now. Three months? How you yeah, been? I guess. Yeah, we like the, all this. All the the shit hit the fan. Can we curse? Right? We can curse, right? Hey man, I don't care. <laughs> okay. uh, so pussy, no. Uh, nah, uh, yeah, the shit hit the fan. I remember we had a Hannah's basement on March thirteenth, and that was like the when 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 things were ramping up. We had to cancel that. Mm-hmm. And give or take, like, uh, a couple of days. I've pretty much been quarantined since then. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been good for most of the quarantine. Uh, most of it, I've been just relaxing. Uh, so I went from, uh, I went from you know, work, uh, driving. I had to drive to work uh, a couple hours mm-hmm. uh, during the day. Uh, so I took a couple hours of my day. And then doing comedy. Uh, and then at the time, I had a girlfriend. So it went from all that to just work. Like I would just, I, now I, I just work uh, in the morning and I was good. I was like, I, I, I had some free time to myself. I was, uh, I've been, I've been enjoying it for the most part, you know, uh, 
had some money in the bank account for the first time in a while, you know? Yeah. Um, and then, like, the last month, it's been a little, you know, I've, I've got a little introspective, trying to, trying to figure out what I'm doing with my life. Uh, Comedy-wise, like, yeah, I've, I've kind of been taking it easy. Uh, I kind of do did the open mic and did Hannah's just to, like, have something to do mm-hmm. kind of thing. Uh, but in terms of, like, writing and coming up with new stuff, it's all, like, it's all half-ass. It's all, like, you know, quarantine jokes that are, like, like it, it's weird because we're getting to the point where I have dated quarantine jokes. Yeah. Which is, like, man, like, we've really been in here for a while. <laughs> Dude, it's been, it's literally, I, I mean, uh, I, I did a call with my job today. And um, we have we got like a new supervisor, or whatever, like a new a, a new big boss, right? So we had to do like the little uh-huh. round table, like, "Hi, my name is Michael, and I'm a, an Aries, yeah. and I'm from Norfolk, and I've been doing this." You like long walks on the beach? Yeah, yeah, I like long, you know. But but I'm I'm new, so so I, I was like, yeah, I just start. I don't know how many months I've been here. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> like I know I'm I know I'm less than a year, but I don't know if I'm more than three three months or less than six. Right. I don't know where I'm at with it, um, like at all. I had to look at my start date, but it's weird, man. Because um, you bring up the fact that uh, you know, like your regular when comedy was around, you know, live comedy, how yeah. you know, like that morning commute to you know from the from work to to the show from the show back home and you know you know that daily I gotta write new material stuff like that to now it's just you're literally just being normal yeah <laughs> yeah yeah I, I remember uh, I remember I did I did another podcast one time they were asking me like how you get into comedy and I was like yeah man I was just going home and going to work and that's all I did and I was kind of like you know losing my mind a little bit and they were like it sounds like you had it made I don't know <laughs> I don't know why you started doing this yeah um, but yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's been most of the quarantine, the majority of the quarantine has been like, has been like just time to myself, time to like, let's do nothing, man. I think, it, I think it's also like halfway through the quarantine, I kind of realized like, oh, this is like the last time we're ever going to have this much free time, you know, like yeah. this is a once in a lifetime, like either, either I, I chose to do nothing, but you know, if you wanted to like really, you know, get some stuff done, this was the time to do it. Cause you're, if you didn't, if you didn't get anything done. In these like two three months, I kind of get it because you know everyone's sort of uh, everyone's a little depressed. The world's going to shit. Mm-hmm. But also, you know, you're just not that hard a worker, and I'm not that hard a worker. So I've just yeah, I've just uh, been about that self care, been about that mental health. You know? Oh no no, hey, that's a hey, that's better than nothing. Hey, even yeah. even like like no one like because I've I've been a little fucked up, you know, mentally. Um, in, in in this in this comedy journey, even all the way up to like now, you know, there's still, you know, be, I, I was able to hide a lot of mental illness, <laughs> or a lot of yeah. mental problems with oh I'm gonna go do an open mic or I'm or I got a yeah. show I ain't got time to be I ain't got time to be depressed right now I got a show, you know, <laughs> but, but no yeah yeah you know what I'm saying I ain't, I ain't got time to be sad yo I got <laughs> I got to do this mic <laughs> yeah and, and that was kind of the thing like I kind of I kind of suppressed most of it for most of the quarantine and then like yeah I think after all the all the protests I got down and then even after that I was kind of like I kind of you know uh, donated some charities kind of did some fundraisers and then it just I, I I got even more introspective about other stuff after that yeah and. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely like on some. I'm definitely, yeah, need to like find someone to talk to. Just like, it, it, uh, just on some therapy, you know, just having 
Because a lot of times, times people th- think therapy, you need like something to go wrong to go to therapy. It's like, nah, you can you can just go to talk to somebody and just have that like that once a week, once a month, kind of like I know I'm gonna go see this person and I can just dump all my stuff onto them and share some of it and like you know start working on it. Uh, yeah, and I think I think that's where I'm at. I, I went to I did therapy once. Mm-hmm. I did therapy uh, for a couple months once. Because uh, an ex wanted me to do it uh, to deal with my commitment issues, and I went, and it was good. It was just like good to talk it out and talk to somebody. And I'm like, get to that point. I was like, yeah, I need to, I need to like make that a regular thing where just where I just have this person talk to. Because otherwise, you just end up uh, making uh, five thousand word Facebook posts, and no one wants to read those. Dude, let me tell you something about them Facebook posts. I normally, I, <laughs> I, I normally hide those, especially if I'm if you tag me in that post. I'm that in the sense I'm hiding that joint. I'm having that joy and I'm snoozing you. I don't need to read that. <laughs> I'm always like, you know, you can just call your friend, right? Like you can just, yeah. you can just, t- every time I, I think, oh, this would be, I'm like, nah, I'm going to text Dave. <laughs> I'm just going to talk to Dave and he'll hear me read. Then he'll tell me to shut up and get back to work. I'm like, all right, that's what I need to hear. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I just been, uh, I just been working out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey man hey i've just been working like i've tried to do some stuff creatively like i, I worked on some scripts i've been wanting to work on i actually finished yeah. one i'm just trying to get some people to help me edit it um i figured out that i couldn't um try to stay consistent with the content hashtag content and that's why the podcast <laughs> is back a lot more now because i figured out how i could do the podcast and still be consistent without having making it a chore which is always a struggle right, yeah. because because a lot of times when you're doing something like a podcast, whatever, a lot of times, you know, you feel like you got to do one once a week. And then I figured out the formula, which I was like, okay, cool. I don't have to do it once a week. <laughs> I could just do a bunch right. in a week and then just release. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, and then just take a time because the editing of it, I had a, I was early on the podcast game. Like before I even started doing comedy, I had a podcast like in 2012. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I trying to think that i do it weekly or like bi-weekly or monthly but it's just like the editing of it and i didn't even edit that much it would just be like a two hour two and a half hour conversation and i would just like do an intro do a little transition with music and then do a transition music end and even doing that was like man it's it's still like it's work because you have to edit it you have to like put it in some sort of uh presentable Uh, package i don't do and that. that was the part that i was like uh that's because you're uh, so yeah, after, after about six months, I was just like, you know, I don't really, this isn't my passion. I don't really, I did it. I interviewed a bunch of my friends. Mm-hmm. I still have, I still have that same computer, so uh, maybe one day I'll, I'll put them up somewhere. You, um, uh, but it's just like, yeah, it's just like me interviewing people I knew at the time. Yeah, you did it. You, you, that's because you care. I, I mean, and, I, and I'm not saying that because I don't care. I do care. I just don't care enough to do a lot of editing. Like, when, once yeah. we're, like once we're done here, I'm just going to, I'm, I'm, po- I'm going to put it on pod, baby. <laughs> because <laughs> hey, i mean i feel like the best the best podcast for me the best me always has been an authentic me you know and once you start yeah. once you start adding and splitting and you know adding more water diluting and editing and stretching it out and all, then it's not as authentic anymore you know I, I mean, yeah uh and it's and, and i'm the, and that's a podcast i don't want to listen to <laughs> <laughs> but um, see, I was I was like a straight up nerd about it because this was like at the height of Marin and like all like the early podcasts. So there'd be like two and a half hour podcasts, yeah, of dudes just rambling, and that's what we did. That's what I. That's like yeah, like I'm I'm gonna have that podcast with like ninety minutes of me 
of two people you've never heard of just, just like bumping. talking about Blair High School. <laughs> 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 Which is like, who wants to listen to that? Uh, and nobody did. And that's the thing. I, don't, I, I kind of just, it was just something like, again, I was trying to find, I think it's like, I was trying to find, I was doing a lot of things that I, I always had in the back of my mind to do stand up and I was doing everything but that, that was kind of like stand up that mm-hmm. wasn't stand up. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they were fun, but it was also, yeah, it was just like a, a stopgap. Uh, and like I said, it was just going to work, going home, and it was like, I got to chill. I got to do something to fill these nights. Mm-hmm. So you went out and got in these streets, huh? Yeah, now, yeah, now. <laughs> now I'm out in these streets selling jokes. That was the other thing about comedy. It's like, uh, that's the fun thing about comedy is like, you get to go out to bars, but still feel productive. Yeah, you're, like you're, you can still be out and about, but like, ah, I'm actually like working towards something, you know? Yeah, whatever that something is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you, do, does anybody ever know what that something is? Uh, uh a nice uh, two albums, two, two, a DVD <laughs> and an album. That's, that's, <laughs> I'm on that Mike B plan. Hey man, I don't even know if Mike B is on that Mike B plan. I just said that in third person. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, man. How long you been doing? Hashtag content, baby. <laughs> Hashtag content. That's why I started a YouTube channel with my daughter. She forced me to do oh, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she, she forced me. Well, she didn't really force me to do it. I like being my daughter's dynamic. Um, me and her, she she's sillier. Um, she's funnier. Um, she's very she's more creative than I ever been, ever. Like, in my whole 39 years of living. Like, she is, like, she has the timing down without ever knowing what the timing is, like, of jokes and cadences and stuff like that. And, um... I feel like I should horn, I should harness that. I should, <laughs> I should grab that potential and like mold it into something that way. When she gets old enough to get into these mics, a lot of, th- a lot of, there's a lot of stuff that I do um, that seems selfless, but deep down is very selfish. Uh, <laughs> 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 it's very selfish, and I, I get do, it, and I do it, to, it like for the for the for the for the uh, for the good name of my daughter. Um, you're like you're like uh, you're like Levar Ball. Yeah, you, know, yeah. You, you never made it to the league, but your your daughter's gonna make it to the league. Oh, I get yeah. it. Yeah, she's definitely gonna be famous, but I just also yeah. if I later if it's like me, it's like like she like I'm the fullback and she's the running back, and all I'm doing is just paving a way for her to have a um, if 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 possible a smoother ride and transition than I have <laughs> than I ever yeah. than I ever had, you know. So if it takes me ten years to get into the improv, hopefully, you know. I can cut those years down to like five or three, you know. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know what it took for me to learn to find my voice in five. Hopefully, I can get her to find it like now, and then like make it yeah. better when she gets twenty. <laughs> just little, little, oh, yeah. just little, little stuff like that. That's like the story of a lot of uh, people who, uh, yeah. Let's just, for, for lack of a better word, let's just say famous people. It's like if you read enough. There's always the people that like you know that were just like there's always like the Jordans who are just like preternaturally talented mm-hmm. and like their their mom was a school teacher or whatever their dad was whatever and then just they and Jordan became Jordan but there's also a lot of stories where you're like yeah my dad was like a piano player and now I'm like a famous musician my dad did some stand up and now you know I'm a writer like there's always that kind of thing where like there's a family member who had the who did the same thing and and maybe did it locally or maybe did it regionally mm-hmm. and then like because they're you know I'm, I'm sure there's like some sort of both genetics and osmosis where uh, the younger person does it sooner because of their parent you know and they get they get to a level that their parent never did just because just on like 
they already had that foundation that the parents did a lot of the groundwork and then they can just, you know, the foundation's already there so they can just keep it going. Yeah. Uh, which is why when I become famous, it's going to be amazing. Cause you know, like I just, I did, it's all, it's all me. <laughs> I mean, no one helped me. Uh, there wasn't no village, village of one. Uh, <laughs> I think that's going to be the name of my special village of one. Village of one yeah. <laughs> which is funny because you, you was hosting Havana village. Yeah, you, know, you see, you see the, you see the science. You see what it is. You see what it is. I, I actually have that same feeling. My sister is like eighteen, and she's like weird and, and like, she's like abstract humor. Like if if you look at her Instagram, it's all like the, the captions don't match the images, but they somehow make sense sometimes. Yeah. She made she made a she made a story today that I, that had me dying, and it was the same thing. It's like the timing. Like you see the timing, you're like, no, this kid's got the timing. It just needs to like be honed. But I'm also just like, who uh, uh, do I really want to? Because in my head, I'm like, yeah, she should do stand up. But I'm like, eh, stand up's a lot. Do I really want her to be in this? You know? Yeah. Uh, that's, that's what I. That's that's the thing. I was like, I kind of want to introduce her to stand up, but I'm also like, yeah, stand up's stand up's not the best place for people. Yeah, uh, it's, it's 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 not. I mean, especially yeah. if you're a woman, it's it's not. Yeah. Because you got to deal with so many um, nasty men. And uh, yeah, <laughs> and yeah, but, but that's once again, <laughs> this is me being selfless and self, uh, being selfless and at the same time being selfish. I'm like, hey, you know, I, I'm friends with a lot of female comedians, um, comedians that are women, um, you know, and they're cool with my daughter, and they like my daughter, cool with my daughter. So when she gets into the game, they can bring her on in <laughs> and like hug her and, and look out for her, yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah. That, you know. Uh, and 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 I don't I don't say that because uh, in case anybody's listening to my podcast, listening for anything that they want to use against me, I don't say that in a way like I don't care about the female comedians in DC. I love all the female comedians. If you if you're a woman and you touch the microphone, you instantly become my sister in comedy, and I would do everything in my possible in, in my being in my and in, in my power to make sure that you're straight, uh, <laughs> and you're okay, even if you don't want to. You know, I'm gonna make sure you get you you're not walking to your car by yourself. Make sure if there's somebody that's hounding you, or harassing you, or any any of the um, the uh, the uncomfortable elements in comedy that you that you feel is happening in my room or any other room, you know, let me know and I and I handle it right then and there because I don't care. Um, I'm off my meds and I and I look to whoop uh, people asses for a reason. So I say all that to say that uh, I care about the female com- the comedians in DC and um, and I try to look out for them as best as possible. Also. Because I have a daughter, I want to I want to leave a mark and create a space that's better than when I first started for my daughter. That's my dream. That's I mean, that's very different than what you said in pre-production. But I, I see you. <laughs> very different. Wow. There, there okay. Was, there, All right. There was no pre-production. Yeah. There was no pre-production. <laughs> hey man, how long you been? How, how long have you been doing stand-up though? Uh, it'll be four years in November. Wow. Yeah. Uh, are you counting, yeah, all, are been, you uh, counting all of the years or cause you know, like for me, I've been doing it for roughly, uh, about 10, but I only count like six. Uh, no, nah, yeah. I'm, I'm counting all the years. Like I always, uh, I might've said this on the last, last podcast, but <laughs> let's say it again. Uh, I think I thought about it a couple of times, but never did it. Like I thought about it when I was 19 for like a week. I remember I wrote some jokes. I remember this was uh, I lived in Laurel. I remember Laurel had a, like a comedy club, and I wrote some jokes for like a week. 
but I never did them. Like I never, like I just wrote it and then I was like, eh, I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. And then I get, I think around the time of the podcast, I had interviewed some comedians and I thought about it then. I even went to like, I went to see a show at RFC uh, uh, back when Ralph Cooper was doing that. And again, but again, I didn't, I didn't pursue it at all. Uh, I, when I started pursuing it was like November, 2016. And yeah, once I started, I kind of just been going ever since. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe taking like a, a a week or two break here or there, uh, but nah, yeah, like it's it's just been, yeah, yeah I kind of just like jumped in, uh, both feet in kind of thing once I once I started in in 2016. Yeah, here's here's something I like to ask comedians all the time. Do you remember your first? Mm-hmm. Jo- do you remember your first joke that you ever told? Uh, I re- I'll, I'll tell you several ones. I remember, so like at 19, I do remember I, I was writing jokes about the bus. Cause I remember like I was, I lived in Laurel and, uh, and it was just a hassle to get anywhere. So I remember those jokes. Uh, yeah, I won't. Uh, okay. I'll tell you, here's a, here's a story I like to tell. So in, um, in college, uh, I, I went to film school and, we did, uh, I went to film school and I was part of the campus TV station. It was like a student run thing. And we did a narrative, like a five episodes of like a sitcom. Mm-hmm. And one of those episodes, uh, we entered into a film festival and we won. And I remember it because during when we were shooting it, he was like, hey, Fernando, just look at the, I was like the black friend on the show, basically. It was like Scrub and I was playing the Turk part. Okay. And he was like, just stand here, look at this picture and wait for him to come in. I was like, well, can I say something? And I remember I was, I told him, can I say, we need more black people on these walls. Do the right thing reference. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that was the episode that aired. And when I said that, like, there was a huge eruption of laughter. I remember that. I remember thinking like, holy shit, like, they actually laughed at that joke. And in my head, I'm like, yeah, of course they did. It's fucking a bunch of film nerds (laughs) who, uh, who were all born in like the 80s. Of course they get to do the right thing reference. Uh, and I took that and 11 years later I got on stage. So, you know, it's, uh, um, but the, I do remember the first joke I said on stage. Uh, it was, it was my stranger thing. You've heard my stranger things joke. I believe so. I'm, I, it depends when you say I've heard it. Was it like when you first started or now? When I first started, when I first started, Okay. Uh, I, it was, I may or may not. It was a, okay. It was basically, uh, Stranger Things was like the hot thing at the time, and I remember being like, "Stranger Things, I love Stranger Things." Uh, the biggest mystery to me on Stranger Things is how that black family was approved for the home loan because, uh, like, they lived in 1985 <laughs> Indiana. I was like, "There's no way that black family got that home loan approved." <laughs> um, yeah, that was like that was like the first joke I wrote, and the first joke I did when I was like in 2016 when I was like, "Yes, I'm I'm, I'm gonna do this for real." Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and I kept that joke for a while. Yeah, I don't like that joke. That's a, that's actually a pretty good joke, man. That's a nice like joke. You know, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. I probably never heard it. I do this thing where I fade in and out. Did you do? It? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, yeah. I probably faded in and out. I don't know. Yeah, I did. It, I did it for like a good year and change, and I was like, all right, let me let me do some other stuff. Uh, well, hey, you, man, I, still, but, I still like that joke. But would you would you slide it on your album though? I might. I might. I so so when I when I when I started comedy. I, I gave my, I was like, I'm going to record an album on my 40th birthday. I started when I was 31. Mm-hmm. So I was like, uh, I'll give myself till 40. Uh, and I was like, I was always like, I'm going to record an album on my 40th birthday. So in my mind, all of this, like all this comedy thing, is just to get to that point. 
Yeah. You know, so yeah, we'll see. I'll keep writing, and if I don't come up with better jokes, then yeah, I might, I might have to, I might, I might dust off that Stranger Things joke and throw it in there. Yeah. You know what's funny during the process, <clears throat> like when I did the DVD mm-hmm. because it was such a limited, the, 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 a limited circle, um, listening rate, I guess, um, mm-hmm. listening base. I didn't get really get the instant feedback when I did the album, when I did the album that's on iTunes and stuff like that. Uh, I was so, I was good with the recording. I wasn't confident mm-hmm. because this is the first one where it was going to the world. You know what I'm saying? I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. And you know, when it's going to the world, you just never know what you're going to get back. <laughs> it belongs <laughs> belong to the streets now. We'll see what happens. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> and how has the reception been? It's it's been positive. So it's like okay. all everything that you think, every every joke that you believe is not working or doesn't work. You know, you gotta you got to give it a chance, man. You just gotta <laughs> just put it out there. And that's and that's what. Um, yeah. And I had this conversation with Kason. Uh, who was on the podcast a few weeks ago? I say a few weeks ago. He was just on the podcast last week. But when you hear this episode, when he was. It, it'll be a few weeks ago, yeah. Yeah, it'll be a few weeks ago. And we were just talking about, like, a lot of times we as comedians, we get in our head and we block a lot of. Uh, we block, a, we, we suppress and we block because of, you know, we don't want to give it to the world. We're scared that our materials will get stolen. We're scared to put stuff out there when the whole goal is to put stuff out there. You know what I'm saying? And I think um, it was in the book, the, the good book of Judy Carter, a.k.a. the Comedy Bible, where she stated, and I quote, I never forget this quote, where she said, you'll give a lot more, you will give away a lot more stuff for free before you get paid. And this is just something, right, that, yeah. and this is just something that you're going to, another thing that you're going to give away for free. You can't give the whole in, um, enchilada, but you got to give yourself a chance, man, and just see what the, um, see what the world is going to give back to you. And, you know, if you got thick enough okay. skin, you know, you got thick enough skin, you know, you just take that feet, you grab that feedback by the old, by the old britches and you're like, all right, cool. I'll take, I receive that feedback and I'll, and I'll do better. Like this um, video that me and my daughter just recorded, I just finished editing it and um, um, it's lengthy. I think it's good. We'll find out. I don't know, <laughs> but we're, yeah. we're just going uh, to put it out there. I also, I also find it uh, interesting that you did a DVD first because mm-hmm. like, I definitely feel like we grew up in an era where, like, the comedy special was bigger than the comedy album mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, but, like, the more you get into it, it's just, like, the comedy... I mean, nothing's easy, but, like, doing an album, doing audio only, as you can tell by doing a podcast, yeah. uh, it's so much easier. But, like, in my head, I just have, like, that vision of, like, you know, Chris Rock specials and Chappelle specials and, like, all, this, all, the, all the things that... I I remember watching all specials, which is interesting because Angel, my cousin Angel, also a comedian, mm-hmm. uh, he's, he's like well, a way bigger a way bigger comedy nerd than I am. Yeah. So he 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 would listen to albums a lot more than I would. Like he would watch specials too. But he's also like he he appreciates the differences between like somebody putting out a comedy album and somebody like doing a special. Um, I don't know. I just I just find that in- I've I've found that interesting talking to comedians. Whenever a comedian says, or like a comedian like our age or younger, like, yeah, I'm putting on my album, I always find it interesting. I always want to ask, like, is that what they grew up with? Is that, like, what they heard? Or are they doing it because it's, like, cheaper and easier, you know? Uh, Well, for me, when I put my album, when I put the DVD out, first of all, had I just waited two more weeks, it would have went straight to iTunes. But people would still Uh, buy DVDs. What year was it? Um, 2015, 15, 14. 
Yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, because people because they didn't they didn't start taking CDs and DVD players out until like around. That time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that was, that's a weird time to make a DVD. Yeah, yeah. So I did the DVD, thinking, okay, cool, and I could like sell merch because my whole thing was like, I could sell merch, so I have something in hand to hand you that you okay. can listen to, that not knowing three weeks later that people will be just be buying DVDs, <laughs> stop buying yeah. DVDs. Because there's no more yeah. Blu-ray players and stuff like that, so that's what. Did kinda... you ever think of? Did you ever think of putting it on YouTube? Yeah, actually, um, I'm glad you said that because I just put my, I just put this album, the promote Mike B album on YouTube. It's behind, it's behind the wall though, so you can't see it, but it's out. I just had to release okay. it, and then, um, and then I was gonna put the behind the scenes part, but I didn't get clearance from one performer, so I can't put it out because the one performer didn't want. They're set to be on there, and I, I don't feel like editing it out. I don't know how to edit that part out, uh, like okay. I want to yet. But um, but yeah, but the actual, but the uh, the Life of Times of Old Mike B. Um, I still have a DVD. I thought I had the set as well. I can't find the link. I got to get with Tommy, but um, I can't find the link. But that sh- that set is also on YouTube somewhere. I just got to get the link or get that okay. get that set. But I was also going to get. Um, going to get with um andy klein aka alkaline and um <laughs> and get him to like burn it or rip it so i could put that on itunes, um, on itunes as well but um like the whole thing the whole motivation for me to do the dvd was to have something in hand that i could say hey after after my set i'm selling this for five ten fifteen dollars whatever um right right yeah 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 but would, would you do the would you do the like I got one more joke. I'm going to throw it in here and then hit him with the last joke. Would you do it all the way at the end? Oh, what you mean? So you know how, like, some headliners, like, they'll do their set. Like, you know, they, they do 45 minutes or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But then, like, at minute 38, minute 40, they, like, have a big joke. And then they'll be like, all right, you know, before I get into my last joke, I just want to say thank you. You know, I got I got my DVD, uh, Big Pimpin' out in Toronto, <laughs> available for sale. You know, y'all after that. Uh, and I'm gonna tell this last joke, like, and then we, I'm gonna get out of here. You know, you can meet good buddy DVD like that, or you just do it all the way at the end. Um, it just depends. Uh, okay. If I have them rolling, whatever, I, I bring I bring it up. Um, if it's in the middle of the set, I bring it up, and if it's a terrible set, I don't bring it up at all. I just have <laughs> that shit just be in my back pocket like a wallet the whole entire set. See, <laughs> but again, like you said, if you have a terrible set, you know there's that one person that's gonna be like, no man, I like it though. Yeah, so, yeah. You, know, you never know. Yeah, but I don't be thinking about that on stage. I don't, I, not to brag, but I don't have many of those sets. So, uh, <laughs> oh, 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 hit him, tell him, Mike, tell him. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I normally bring it up. I probably, I probably go with the, and I follow a lot of the, because I just now, before the pandemic happened, I just now started doing a lot of, a lot more closing sets, and featuring longer right, sets right. and stuff like that. So, I, uh, I haven't had a lot of opportunities to to do that. But when I have done it, I always done it right before my last joke. Yeah. You know, I just like I bring it up, and then I just like do it by. I like to try to do it like by happenstance. Uh, just be like oh, by the uh, uh, a matter of factly, or like by the way, like I like I tap my back pocket and be like oh yeah, <laughs> before I go, you know, not so so it doesn't seem like it's a cheap plug. It's just like oh oh yeah, by the way, I forgot I had this in my back pocket, uh, and then boom, that's like my thing. <laughs> And then I go into my closing joke, and then boom, I'm out of there. And then we just pray. Um, it was one time, and 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 because it's a DVD, I normally uh, it depends on the market value. 
uh, <laughs> what the market requires. So um, I was with Jason Weems, and uh, he was selling his merch, and uh, his merch required a certain price to be required uh, to be procured. So mm-hmm. I also matched that same price. <laughs> the- oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. I never, I have not heard of that. Because yeah. I, I know, I mean, I've only seen, I mean, I've never asked anybody, mm-hmm. but I know people would just have, I just thought people just had like their set price. Yeah. I didn't know like it went up depending on on who you perform with and where you're at and all that stuff. That's interesting. No, for me, if it's just me by myself and I just want to get these, I don't want to put like 10 in my pocket or 10, you know, with me or whatever. And yeah. uh, I just want to get them off of me. So I would say like $5, 10 or whatever. But, um, right. and I don't want to put this man's price out here, but for his stuff, right, right. you know, it was like this. And I was like, well, shoot. And they were buying <laughs> So like, they're buying his. And we both yeah, equally yeah, yeah. had a good set. And you was like, we need to come back as a unit. Then you also need to procure mines. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the for, for the, the same sa- price. Yeah, for the same price. It's, you know, when you go to a you could buy the same house, but depending upon location, the price is going to be a little different. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I feel hey, I feel you. So that's where that's where I'm at. I'm like, okay, because I remember one time I didn't do it. I, I I just went with like with my price, and I felt stupid because they was buying up the other comic stuff, and they were buying mines too, but I shorted myself maybe five ten dollars. And I felt it's a learning experience. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. So I just like, okay, well, what does the market require? What do you? What is? What's happening on your end? Oh, okay, that's what we're doing. Okay, cool. That's what I'm doing as well. <laughs> you gotta, but you gotta remember, you don't have an inelastic product. You know, it's an elastic product. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what I'm saying. I learned all this on the wire. No, that's fine. I'm, I'm just saying that my my prices, um, my prices will fluctuate depending upon the market that is in right now. If you look like you see got, you. you See, this is why this is why when you said the thing about we're competing for the same spots, we're not. I don't even have merch. I'm I'm, I'm out here just trying to get host gigs. But that's your you out here. You got your merch. You got you got your plan. You, you, you don't you don't you're not gonna be bothered with me, Mike. No, I, 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 hey, look, that's your fault. You can get you can <laughs> <laughs> you can get a you can get a pack of cigarette lighters right now from whatever. I, I was gonna say uh, ah, okay, I forgot the name of the spot. Uh, you get a pack of cigarette letters right now. Get get your name on them and sell them for a dollar, and you could have merch. Okay, but you won't. Or you get a bunch of keychains, and you know, say, and it could be Adolf Hitler, you know. And, yeah, <laughs> and, I mean, and, you're right. And, and, but you, but you won't. You know, <laughs> sell them for like fifty. Oh no, yeah, yeah, no, you're right. I won't. Yeah, yeah you won't. You know, <laughs> I mean, and, and I'm and 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 I don't know how this became my interview, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but remember, uh, remember, I was gonna promote my B gear. I had like tank tops, t shirts, socks, and everything, and that stuff was selling. I need to do it again. But uh, you know, so I mean, if you, I'm gonna say so much of residual income, but if you got like two hundred dollars and a and something, you could you could sell it. If, if you'll see how many people really rock with you. You know, at that t- and, you know at that point in time, like yo, I rock with you. Okay, cool. Well, I got these tank tops. Would you, you want one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking about getting some Hattie's basic t-shirts. I might. I might do that. That's what. Uh, just one, just because I kind of want one. Yeah. Uh, but I think. I think I'm right. Yeah, I think I might put an order. You should get basement. T-shirts. You should get handle basement um, lanyards because I think of a basement, and this sounds creepy. When I think of a basement, I think keys. You said lanyards. Yeah. What do you mean? Like. 
like so, like the like the press pass type joints. Yeah, no, like the ones where you, you know you got some lanyards that you put around where you had the key. You know, you like the key ring on it, whatever. Right, right. Those are called lanyards. Yeah, you could do, you could do lanyards. See, always, or they got you know they, they, they come with the, a hook. They come with a hook, so you could put like a badge on it, or you could put a keychain on it, whatever. See, that's the thing. I always thought the lanyard was like the press pass. I didn't know like the thing that went around your neck was called a lanyard. Yeah, I'm learning all kinds of new things today. Yeah, yeah. You should. I, I, okay. I, when I think and when I think Hannah's basement, for some reason, sounds creepy. I think I think yeah. key. I think you need a key to get into the basement. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why you think that. <laughs> I don't know why either. It's like, you need I didn't key. think about that at all. No. Uh, no, nah, I want t-shirts. <laughs> yeah. I'm also stubborn. No, that's, no, what, no. that's the thing about me. No, no, no. I mean, t-shirts is fine too. What's good about t-shirts is if you don't sell them and you have a bunch of your size, you always have something to wear. True. <laughs> True. That's a good point. Yeah. Very good point. <laughs> Yeah, man. Um, so what's going on? You so you have Hannah's basement. Talk about Hannah's basement in the um in the as they say in the White House, not not Obama's White House, but your president's White House, um, Trump. Talk about the origins or the origin or the oranges of the um, Hannah's basement. Uh, okay. Uh let's go all the way back to when I was in sixth grade. Uh, <laughs> I met Hannah Davis. Uh, she's my friend. Uh yeah, we know each other since sixth grade. Uh I, so when did I start Hannah's Basement? So this would have been May of 2018 mm-hmm. when I started it. So I was like a year and change into comedy. Uh, you know what? I remember Justin, uh, at the time his name was Justin Brown. Now he goes by Justin Russett. He was like, yo, I, I don't know if you said it seriously, but I took it serious. He was like, hey man, you need to get a rule and start giving time back. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. And I just, I saw what everybody else was doing. I was like, well, no one's really... Oh, okay. I met this random comic, this random white dude from Boston, and he told me uh, in Boston, like, the scene is like a bunch of house shows. Like, everybody does house shows. I was like, okay, that's interesting. Uh, and then I remember me, Tim Trueheart, and Andy Tran were in a car uh, talking, if you know what I mean. Uh, we were talking, uh, being one with nature, let's say. Okay. And I think I broke, I was like, Hey, do you guys want to, I kind of like want to do a house show, a basement show. Andy was with it and he had like some chairs and Tim was kind of like, eh. And I was like, you know what? I kind of just want to do it on my own. Mm-hmm. And I got some, I bought the chairs from Andy, bought a bunch of chairs from Andy. And I remember I asked my friend Hannah, I called Hannah. Uh, actually, I bought the chairs after this, but anyway, I called Hannah one night. I might have called her that night, and like at 1 a.m., like, hey, Hannah, what's up? Like, hey, like, would you want to do a basement comedy show? And she was like, sure. And yeah, from then, like, I got the chairs, you know, we bought some lights. Uh, my friend Noel, aka DJ Black Sand, he was a DJ, I asked him to like do the music. And we set up a little corner in Hannah's basement. And yeah, we, we just we just started from there and every show, uh you know how it is, the first show was great and then the second show, uh not as many people showed up and then like that's when you really start and we've been rocking ever since. We did it once a month until the quarantine. Like I said, we had to cancel the the March one for this year because of, of uh Corona. Yeah. Uh but then like in April, toward the end of April, you know, it's been a month we hadn't done anything, so we, we moved it over to Zoom. 
And yeah, and now we've been doing that. We moved it. We've been doing it twice a month now instead of every every instead of once a month. And yeah, man, we're rocking. We uh, I might uh, uh, I might have jumped the gun on something I posted earlier, but we won't talk about that. But yeah, man, we're gonna we're gonna keep doing it through this quarantine every uh, every every other week. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just it's just a good time. It's it's one of those things that like you never. Like everybody always says, if you build it, they will come. Yeah. And you find your people, and yeah, it's, it's been. It's still mostly my friends who come. There's been a couple people who've come to the shows, and like now they're like uh, my like good friends. Uh, this couple, Man Deep and Crippy, shouts to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they come to like every single show. They live in Wheaton, so like live like not that far from hand. That's where they would come to the shows. And now, yeah, now they come on the Zoom shows, and I don't know. I don't know how to how to describe it. It's just it's a comedy show in a basement, and my cousins laugh really loud, and that helps a lot. It's BYOB. Uh, people just come and have a good time. I try to give, and it was like a thing where it's like, uh, uh, everybody says like you just got to make your own lane. You know, it's like yeah. Instead of you know asking people for time, you know, I can just put on a show and give time to people who I think. I think when I first started the show, that was the thing. It's like, I know my friends are funny, and I know no one else is going to give them 15 to 25 minutes to do their thing. Mm. Uh, So I gave them a chance to do it. And it's like 15 people in the basement, so it's like not that high stakes. But it's always fun. Um, We recorded uh, Keith Corey's album down there. That was super fun. Oh, yeah, I was there for Uh, that. uh, I was uh, I was like to come and watch people's recordings. He actually was the motivation for mine. So I saw him I'm like, oh, I'm gonna do another one. I got to. I have to do it. Not because I don't think Keith Corey's funny. He's hilarious. But yeah, it's that it's that competitive. It's them competitive juice. It's like, oh, you going? Oh, that's what we doing now, Keith? We dropping albums? Well, let me go back to the booth. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but no, it, uh, it was well. It, the, um, more flowers for you. It was well done, man. I, I don't know how much coordination you had to do with Hannah, how much coordination you, Hannah, and Keith had together, but just the way that y'all yeah. had it set up and ran was um, was masterful. And um, that's, Yeah, that's it was, uh, yeah, it was me, Keith, and my co-worker, Dominic Mendez. Uh, the interesting thing about Dominic, so Dominic's the editor at the company I work for. Uh, that one was an audio album, but he, his specialty isn't audio editing, but, you know, it, it was simple enough that he was able to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and actually, he did, like, some really... When, when uh, he actually did like some pretty uh, intricate intricate audio work on that too, just like shaving things down and making it sound like you could you don't even hear the edits on on, on some parts. Yeah. Um, but uh, he, yeah, man, he he said he had the equipment. He came through and set it up. Him and Keith actually had known each other. Keith, Russ Green, and I think Rollo. Homegrown, <laughs> homegrown hilarity. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> it did a homegrown hilarity album actually in Dominic's basement when, like, way, way back in the day, like, like 2014 or something, or maybe even 2012. Dominic. And he had recorded that in his basement, and so he had he had done that one, and he always wanted to do. Dominic always wanted to like have another crack at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, once once they once they got back cool together, yeah, Dominic did all the sound stuff, all the editing of the album. You know, I helped Keith. You know, we had the space. The show was up and running already. Uh, and, yeah, man, Keith, Keith just came through and killed it. You know, he, he picked a lineup. You got you. You got uh, Greg Stevens, uh, Adelia. Uh, I think Brock hosted it. Yeah, man, that was uh, that was like, that was one of the better Hannah's basements. Yeah, gl- that, was, that was a good one. I'm glad you said that because I actually forgot I was on that show. I was like, I was there and I was <laughs> part- I participated. I was like, oh, I was on the show. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's how much. Yeah, you did your thing. Yeah, that's how. That's how we started. had like a super packed house that night. It was great. Yeah, that's how. That's how things happen. That's how like if you do if you do a lot or whatever like that's how comedy is sometimes when you do so much. And I'm not saying that about me, but just in general, you're doing so much. Everything seems to run together. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, no, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm experiencing that a little bit too. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, I was there for that, or oh, that happened because I don't remember ever being there. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting, uh, I'm getting to the point in comedy where it's weird that like I have places that I used to go to, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, like, like the pinch isn't any longer. Like, I know, like I'm gonna be talking about the pinch. Like, you know, people talk about like the the place they first started out. You know? Yeah. Um, and it's weird. It's, it's it's interesting to have that now. Um, but yeah, man, the show's still going strong. Uh, I have a Hannah's Basement Facebook group. Uh, if you if you wanna if you wanna join that, you know, I got I I, I kind of keep I like keep things intimate. I like mm-hmm. I don't I don't like blowing things up. I like keeping them small until they're ready to you know maybe be something else. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's 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 my baby. That's my baby right there. Yeah, that's how it's supposed to be done anyway. Uh, I was always yeah. told by my 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 comedy, well, not so much comedy mentor, but business mentor at Dangler Banks. She was like, "Yeah, you want them to bust out the seams. You don't want to, <laughs> you don't want to pull a yeah. Trump and get a nineteen thousand seater and only fill it up with five thousand. Even though if I got five thousand right. people a nineteen seater, I'd be like, yo, still good to me. We just got to we got to organize yeah. it. <laughs> nah, yeah, no, nah, he's just you have to hit that joint. Like, no, nah, everybody just come in, man. Everybody, everybody come down. Everybody come down. <laughs> come on, come on, come on. We could we could make some space. Yeah. Come on, we've all we've all done that move. <laughs> like it's like five people. It's like y'all y'all are too spread out. Just come to the front, guys. Come on. <laughs> hey, look, hey, hey, do it for the gram, yo. Y'all making my pictures look bad. This yeah. <laughs> I, I learned that from you. Yeah, I remember you said that on the show. I was like, hey, man, we got to we gotta make these pics for the gram look good. <laughs> it's like, y'all all get, all get in this one corner. We're going we to make it work. <laughs> yeah, that's it. If you get right here yeah. and then I get right there and then I take a picture, yeah. all you see is a bunch of hairs in the row. You don't know how many how many hairs are actually there. You just see there's a bunch of hairs <laughs> in the joint, yo. Oh, man. But um, shoot, man. We're almost... Yeah, I'm a, I- I'm trying to. Uh, I might. Uh, I'm talking to some friends about doing a doing an outdoor comedy thing. Trying to trying to find a place for that now. So yeah, that seems yeah, to be we'll the, see. that seems to be the next logical move. We, we were talking about getting on Zoom, and everybody's like, "Yeah, we're going outside." And we're like, hmm. "Yeah, yeah, yeah." <laughs> I mean, once once Chappelle once I saw that Chappelle special, I was like, "Okay, I know I know what the next month and a half is going to be." <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like okay, so we all going out. We're going outside now. Okay, all yeah, right, so we're, yeah. Going, we're going outside. Okay, like I actually. I, I, I resisted that because I just don't like outside shows, man. Like, it, they're always weird. They're always, like, it's always... Cause the thing about comedy is, like, you need to have it in a small space, and nothing's bigger than outside. Yeah. So, but it's what we got, man. We got to make do, right? Yeah. It's like, we just got to find a, a soccer field or a yeah. basketball court. And we're like, yo, y'all meet me here. <laughs> meet me at half court. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's not a bad idea. I think that's going to be the thing, too. It's like, who's going to have, like, the most unique setup? Like, a basketball court's interesting. That's, that's a good one. Don't take my idea, yo. I, I don't know how much. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, am, I am all about, I am all about, that was Mike's idea. I want to see I want to see him execute that. I also don't want to tell 10 dudes that they can't play five on five right now. So, that's all you. Yeah. No, I mean, uh. <laughs> But I, I don't know how you could like. There's a. What's funny is I don't know. I don't know how you could put because there's two. Okay, there's two things, right? There's two different elements, right? For example, yeah. I, I was like, I could do it in my backyard, but I also don't want nobody yeah. in my house. <laughs> that's because that's the thing. I mean, yeah. the only because again, I've been I've been talking to two different. I actually talked to Dominic about this and my other friend Dave. It's like um, the one like 
the bathroom. That's like the one thing. Like, yeah, people are gonna. You're gonna have to have people in there for them. You can everything else you can do outside, but like the bathroom, they're gonna have to come in. So yeah, that's like the that's like the tricky part of like yeah finding somebody that's all right or like having a bathroom having yeah having a bathroom that's like cut off from the rest of the house. Yeah. But it's like all right, like people will keep people will be in this room and that's it. Kind of thing. Yeah, but then even if you do it at a public place, like say a basketball court or like an outdoor field, or whatever, you might mm-hmm. have to get permission from that particular city because it's a public. Right, park, right. You know what I'm saying? So, hey man, we don't ask for permission. We ask for forgiveness. All right, yeah, but we're black, so there is no forgiveness. <laughs> yeah, it's, just, it's just choco. <laughs> it's just you know cho- illegal chocos and tasers, yo. I don't. I'm not here for. I also, <laughs> also love the idea of doing it at a basketball court and just pulling up and be like. Hey yo, man! I got next, and then the game's over. Like, actually, gonna do a comedy show. <laughs> like, what? He done pulled out the speak. Why are you pulling out speakers? You'll yeah, see. What? <laughs> yo, yo, who's your five? I got me, the mic stand, this XLR cable. <laughs> start hitting the, the. Start hitting like you're the. Bar. Hey yo, speaker! Hey yo, speaker! You stay down low. No outside shots for you, speaker. Big body in the paint. That's what we need. <laughs> You start, you start saying stuff like you said at the bar, like, hey, man, who who in here expected to watch a basketball game but instead ran into a comedy show? How many here came? <laughs> I, mean, uh. I, think, I think that might rival hookah bars for people who don't care. <laughs> like, who came here for a five and five but instead y'all in your gym clothes sitting down, social distancing for a comedy show? Right, Jan? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Just give me oh, you go, you're going to get a five on five. You're going to get these five minutes. <laughs> Oh uh, shoot! Hey man, we're gonna wrap this up. It's been it's been over a little bit, an hour, man. Tell the people um, how to get in contact with you, and um... yeah, uh, the best way is just Instagram. My Instagram is funny madrigal, uh, funny m a d r i g a l. That's where I post all my stuff. That's you know, uh, if you reach out there, I'll, I'll add you to the Hannah Space with Facebook group. Uh, I also have an open mic on Tuesdays uh, that I do. Uh, another Zoom mic. Uh, it's the work Zoom link, so you know that one's private, but. If you're a comic and you want some time, just uh, hit me up. And usually we got about 15, com- 15 comics. Everybody's up about five. You know, we keep it we keep it tight. We keep it moving. Uh, but, yeah, Instagram, uh, funny at funny madrigal. Uh, that's, that's where you can find me. All right, cool, man. Hey, don't go nowhere. Um, everybody give it up for uh, Fernando one more time. Hold on. Let me get my, my what you call this together. Let me get my bearings together. Give it up for Fernando one more time. <laughs> Thanks for coming through, brother. We'll be right back on the Old Mount Radio Podcast. And we're back. We're back. We're back. Back, back, back. I had a conversation with Fernando. Orlando. Fernando. PP in my bunhole. I don't know why I said that. That was Beavis and Butthead. Anyway, thank y'all again for tuning in. That was my man, Fernando Magical. One more time. Um, for the kitchen, and uh, <laughs> that's what he says, not me. And um, this has been an episode. This has been a show. And um, there we go. Um, we're. I want to thank y'all again for coming out, um, coming through. Uh, make sure um, there's some housekeeping notes. Make sure you follow and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Me and my daughter just. Um, by the time you hear this, this episode, that episode, the first episode will be already out. But when you hear this, um, we just put out an episode. Also, um, album's currently out. Um, I might be releasing the video part of my album on YouTube as well. Stay on the lookout for that. Also, follow Fernando Magico on um, all of the social media webs. I'll give you the link to that as well. 
um, Broken Mike Comedy is going to move into the Zoom show business while everybody's going outside. So be on the lookout for that as well. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram. Add me as a friend on Facebook. Um, to everybody, and I mean everybody's taking the time out, all the ones and twos. Oh, real quick, uh, shout out to the three guys on for having me on their show, um, being a contributor of the show. Uh, I always appreciate when they give me a little time to share my talents. Uh, make sure you follow that podcast as well. Um, anyway, man, to all the ones and twos to take the time out to download, listen to the show all the way through. I really, really appreciate y'all. And um, until we all meet again, till we all see, till we all see each other again, till I get the Till we get to hug one another and not breathe on me. Social distance, bitch. But, you know, till we do this all again, y'all. Charity? You say my name. My name is... That is not the right one. Charity? (laughs) Hey, it's your girl, Charity Sade. When I'm not hosting Comedical Relief at Wonderland Ballroom, you can catch me listening to the Open Mic Radio Podcast.